Yes, Democrats are at it again, folks. They are looking to slap gun and ammo owners with brand new taxes. And with Biden looking to occupy the Oval Office in November, liberal legislators are planning their next assault on our nation's God-given Second Amendment rights. This ahead and more today on the Vegetti's Few Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wright. Let's get started. In January, Democrat Representative from Georgia Hank Johnson introduced House Bill 5717, a measure that Democrats say would help curb gun violence. And due to COVID-19 stimulus payments and other government bailouts proposed by House Speaker Pelosi, citizens need to stay aware that liberals are planning a massive tax hike on guns and ammo. The Democrats that proposed the Gun Violence Prevention and Community Safety Act of 2020, if passed by Congress, would add a 30% increase on all guns and a 50% tax increase on all ammo. In the proposed bill's introduction to the congressional discussion, Democrats claim that this legislation would end the epidemic of gun violence and build safer communities by strengthening federal firearm laws and supporting gun violent research, intervention, and prevention initiatives. But folks, if you're looking for a more concise description, House and Senate Democrats are looking to revert to Clinton-era federal firearm restrictions and tax the American people out of owning a gun. And if passed, this bill or bills would require individuals to obtain a license to possess a firearm, raise the minimum age for purchasing guns, and require law enforcement to be notified when an individual does not pass a background check. The liberal legislator pushing for this in the Senate is no other than former failed Democratic presidential candidate and reservation resident Elizabeth Warren, who introduced a companion bill in February of 2020, and that's Senate Bill 3254. And both the House and Senate proposals aim to restrict a class of firearms banned during the Clinton era from 1994 to 2004 under a federal law that has since expired. In the introduced House bill, pistols, revolvers, and other firearms taxable at 30%. Shells and cartridges would be taxed at 50%. So, what is technically considered a firearm under these new federal proposals? In the U.S. Code, a firearm is described as any weapon, including a starter gun, which will expel a projectile by the action of an explosive, and the frame or receiver of such a weapon, any firearm, muffler, or a firearm silencer, or any destructive device. And destructive devices are considered bombs, grenades, rockets, missiles, mines, things of that nature. Ammunition, by federal law, consists of multiple subcomponents, bullets, cartridge cases, powders, and primers designed to be used in a firearm according to federal law. So, up underneath both the House bill and the Senate bill proposed by Elizabeth Warren, we are talking about all firearms and all classifications of ammo. So, 
where do liberals plan to put this increased revenue from the new gun and ammo taxation? Well, according to the proposed bills, 39, just 39 percent of the money collected from these taxes would be spent on research and programs for gun violence prevention. Again, 39 percent. The legislation does not specify how the funds would be allocated on where or where the other 61 percent would go. So, folks, we are talking about Democrats proposing new gun legislation in efforts to curb violence, but they're not even going to kick 50% of the taxable revenue to curb violence. They're not going to kick that into prevention initiatives. Just 39%. The other 61%, we don't know. Maybe that's uh, Pelosi's ice cream machines or other pet pandering projects of the left. We still don't we don't have any idea of that yet. But currently firearms and ammunition are taxed at a rate of about 10%. The taxes collected through various avenues are used for different purposes such as wildlife preservation, hunter safety courses, education, things of that nature. That's the current model. And as it stands, the bills that we're referencing have already been sent to the subcommittee on crime, terrorism, and homeland security, and that was done this past March. Uh, the House is yet to, to vote on these, but I want to dive into a little bit more on what these two bills are, are really designed to do and what the, the left agenda is here. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to the Democratic deep state, and they are hard, hard at work on attacking guns and ammo. And all of you must understand this. We have seen the results of liberal state legislators and governors all across the country, hard at work at chiseling away at the Second Amendment rights of Americans. And by now, we should all be aware of the Communist Commonwealth Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia and his socialist minions that passed massive gun reform earlier this year, restricting ownership of certain guns, magazine capacities, and mandating red flag laws and age limit firearm accessibilities. Virginia is not alone in this. For years and years, Democratic-controlled states, with support from liberal congressional leadership, have instituted bill after bill to restrict the sale and possession of firearms and other industry items. And in December of 2019, Pennsylvania, under the leadership of Democratic Governor Tom Wolf and the state attorney general, passed legislation that now treats 80% guns and 80% lower receivers as registered firearms, which now require background checks and ATF Form 4473 transfer documentation. And when Governor Wolf was asked about this uh, early part of the year, his response was, uh, well, all we're doing is bringing the gun laws up to speed with what's happening in the real world. Uh, ghost guns are incredibly easy to make. That was a response from the Attorney General in Pennsylvania, that ghost guns are incredibly easy to make. And in fact, he even went on in that statement and said, uh, even I can do it. Well, folks, forgive me for saying, I highly, highly doubt that claim. And I would submit to you that all listening today, that the Pennsylvania Attorney General would not know in what direction the barrel of a gun is to be pointed. And making a firearm 
starts, folks. We all know this. If you're a gun enthusiast, but maybe those new to the industry, you know, new gun ownership, we don't know. So I'm going to break this down. Making a firearm starts with a receiver, the skeleton of a gun. And most of the other parts attach directly to that receiver. By itself, a receiver can do absolutely nothing. Again, hence the word receiver. And the gun can't fire without a receiver. According to Democrats, because it forms the essential part and function of a gun, current Pennsylvania law defines a receiver as a firearm. To buy one, people have to get a background check. Folks, an 80% receiver is an unfinished piece of metal. It still requires several additional holes to become a functioning receiver. And I'm very familiar with 80% receivers and firearms. I sell quite a few of them at Vegetius Firearms. But there's quite a bit of work that goes into the drilling and assembly process. And I am dead certain that Governor Wolf and other members of the legislation would find the manufacturing and assembly process outside of their room temperature IQ capabilities. Promise you. Like many other states... Pennsylvania lawmakers attempted to use statistics to warrant their new legislation. The only problem is, like in every Democratic instance, the proof is nowhere to be seen to indicate that 80% receiver or firearms are leading to more gun-related crime. Let me say that again. There is absolutely not a shred of evidence that says that can indicate that 80% receivers or 80% firearms have led to an increase in gun-related crime. In fact, ATF agents recovered just 42 unregistered self-made guns in Pennsylvania between June of 2018 and June of 2019. Folks, we are talking about 3.5 receivers per month for a state that has an adult population of 10.1 million. Try that one on for size for a statistic. You know, liberals love, just absolutely love, fuzzy math to substantiate the restrictive measures. American Democrats love to model after the socialistic partners in Canada and that of the EU. The sweeping new laws in our North American neighbor to the north have encouraged and emboldened liberals in the states that are hell-bent on new restrictive gun measures. Same thing for the Liberal Democrats in Washington, D.C., both on the House and Senate level. On April the 18th, Canadian Gabriel Wartman attacked his then-girlfriend and then went on a shooting spree across Nova Scotia that tragically left 22 people dead. In a near-immediate response, convicted brown-faced Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that he and his administration would ban 1,500 semi-automatic and military-style rifles as what he called his first step. Trudeau said that there would be a two-year amnesty period to allow people who already own these types of firearms to comply with his new ban. And he also promised to pass legislation in the coming months to provide what he called fair compensation to people who already own these firearms. The new approach to liberal gun control is under the guise of buybacks. In fact, Joe Biden has routinely mentioned this on his campaign stunts. Concerning other gun measures, when asked about criticism that a future Biden administration would take away people's guns, here is Uncle Joe's response. Bingo! You're right! 
if you have an assault weapon. In August of 2019, Biden said that previously owned guns would not be confiscated, but he emphasized a national gun buyback program and hoped that some weapons could be banned. Uh, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons that people can own. Uh, you can't buy a bazooka. Uh, you can't buy a flamethrower. Consider the source, folks. This is coming from Joe Biden. But in the liberal, literal sense, he and other liberals firmly believe that they can restrict the type of guns that Americans can own without violating the Second Amendment. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The courts interpret law. Legislators make law. Joe Biden and the liberal Democrats in Washington, D.C., Richmond, Virginia, Sacramento, California, they're not able to interpret the law. The Second Amendment right is a God-given right from the federal level given to us by God, our Creator, and our Founding Fathers. It is not up to legislation on the local, state, or federal level to determine their idea of what is a firearm and what is not a firearm. That power rests at the Supreme Court level. And folks, this is where that is heading. As I've reported quite often here at the Liberty Loft, it has been over 10 years since the Supreme Court has delivered an opinion on gun laws. And with the current makeup of the court and with the appointment of more conservative judges, it is high time that the Supreme Court clearly defines and restricts these state measures and stops Biden and his fellow Democrats dead in their tracks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is imperative that we reel back in liberal legislators. Democrats only need one precedent, folks. Let me say that again. The left only needs one precedent, one court decision to solidify their anti-gun agenda in the court system. We must not allow this to happen. Our freedom, our right to rebel against the government and defy the will of the fascist liberal movement is what is at stake. I want to thank you all again for tuning in to today's episode. Please remember, head on over to the Liberty Loft Check out episodes of The Jared Dyson Show and The Closet Conservative Podcast, which are both available for subscription and for download. Liberalism is killing our nation, folks. Join us as we combat Democrats across the country with clear conservative thought and action. And please be sure to visit VegetiesFirearms.com for all of your gun and ammo needs. I have one of the largest networks of suppliers for all of your gun, ammo, and industry needs. And until next time, this is Eric Wright, and this has been the Vegetius View Podcast. This has been the Vegetius View Podcast. If you desire peace, prepare for war. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. The Vegetius View podcast is a production of the Liberty Loft. Copyright, the Liberty Loft 2020. You can find more shows and information on our website, www.thelibertyloft.com, or any of our social media channels. 
for gun and ammo products and information, please visit the Jettius at www.thejettiusfirearms.com.